It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, I promised yesterday today was going to be a special podcast. And now some of you that live in D.C. know who Chris Russell is. You know who the rooster is. But I've noticed in the couple days that I've done this podcast, well, there are people all around the country and actually all around the world that actually listen to this because the Redskins, I guess, have that kind of reach. I'm new to this podcast, but now you're also new to Chris Russell and the rooster. It's always an experience. It's always fun. He's down in Richmond, which is why we have him on. And also just because, well, he's entertaining and he's smart and he knows a damn lot about the Redskins. What's up, Rooster? Hello there, Nick. How are you, pal? Chris What's Russell. Going on? Am, I, am I allowed to call you Hollywood or is that just a, uh, a thing we do on the radio? So that's a 106.7 The Fan thing, but we can okay. bring it on here if you want. I really don't care. You can follow Chris Russell <laughs> at Russellmania621 on Twitter. Yeah, I, you, you know what, man? Like, the beauty of these podcasts is we don't really have to sit here and make it as structured right. as we do. So we can just have some I, fun with it. I hear you. Let's roll with it, baby. So you're down in Richmond. You've been to more than enough training camps. You and I have talked about yeah. this before on the radio, separately, at the office, whatever it is. It, it feels different to me around this team in terms of the professionalism. Would you credit that to, like, the overall group of players? Do we give a lot of that credit to Alex Smith? What have you seen while you've been down there? Well, uh, you know, when you say feel different, you mean in terms of expectation? Or I mean, well, do you mean more than expectations, like just the attitude, the professionalism. It's Look, we haven't had any drama to talk about. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Like, that, you and yeah. I haven't talked about anything in terms of drama with this team. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think the biggest thing, if we're if we're talking about no drama, you, you're just immediately cutting the head of the snake off, and that you don't have the contract looming overhead of the quarterback. Right now, is that just Alex Smith to the credit of Alex Smith? Of, of course, he gets credit for that because he was willing to commit after being traded, which was part of the trade. But you also have to give Jay Gruden, Bruce Allen. Dan Snyder, um, Eric Schaefer, uh, you have to give, um, you, you know, all those people credit, uh, along with Alex Smith, um, credit for all of that, to make all of that happen. And maybe, and I guess the Redskins wouldn't have made the trade if they wouldn't have been able to get that kind of commitment. So I guess it's all of those parties involved. The bottom line is, is I think, just that scenario alone, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, maybe Redskins fans agree or disagree. Just that scenario alone, not having that black cloud hanging over this franchise, regardless of what happens from this point moving forward, Nick, to me, I don't know if it's worth a win or two wins or whatever. I don't know if we can quantify it like that, but it is worth something big-time tangible just because you don't have the throw-by-throw day-by-day, quote-by-quote, press-conference-by-press conference, interview-by-interview, not only with Kirk Cousins, but player-teammate-by-teammate referendum about the contract, about the tag, about the 
future, about the short term. You just don't have that right now, and you can just let football be football. And that's got to be worth something, and I think it's worth something significant. You know, it's funny. You and I were on the air when that Alex Smith trade broke live, and our reactions yeah. went from, oh, this is pretty good, to, oh, no, Kendall Fuller, oh, man, to now, yeah. I feel pretty good about it now. I mean, looking at the way things have been, listening to him in press conferences, I mean, he just, the thing is, he just sounds like a professional, and the best part about Alex Smith is he cares about football. He doesn't care about all that stupid social media stuff that, like, you and I care about, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and listen, that's not, I mean, maybe that sounds like, you know, a jab at Kirk Cousins. I. You know, I, look, I think Alex Smith is very, very, very different than Kirk Cousins uh, in terms of personality, in terms of, yeah, what motivates them, what, what they care about, what's important to them, uh, all of that. Um, so I, I guess maybe that is a little bit of a um, maybe a difference or a jab or, or whatever, I, you know, at, at Kirk Cousins. And maybe I think it will be refreshing for this organization uh, and for the locker room and for the culture. So, um, but you're right. Going back to that night that they made the trade, there's no doubt that I looked at it, and I think you shared the same sentiment. You know, like okay, we're we're down with Alex Smith um, because I, I know I had said two weeks before that trade, like, look, they they either need to make a trade for Andy Dalton or Alex Smith, or they need to basically go with Colt McCoy and a first-round rookie. And as it turned out, the guy that everybody kind of thought might be there at 13 where they were slated to pick was Baker Mayfield, and he went number one overall. So that And that's why they ultimately made the trade, because there was a lot of volatility. So, you know, you kind of look back now and you say, well, well, thank goodness they kind of got the guy that they wanted because Andy Dalton still in Cincinnati apparently never was really made available, especially with McCarron becoming an unrestricted free agent. And again, there was so much volatility in the draft. You'd never know if your guy, the guy that you truly liked, was going to be there where you were picking. And it allowed them ultimately to get Deron Payne to bolster their defensive line. So I guess as we look back, it's probably the best thing, and they got stability at the position. Now, people that are listening to this that maybe are not in D.C., don't listen to us on the fan, have no idea how traffic and parking sets you off and pushes your buttons. So I think it's very important that I let everybody know how much that drives you nuts. I saw you tweeting today, which is what you usually do, and it had to do with you bitching about parking and traffic. Was it a disaster going down there? Because I know every time I've gone down to Richmond, I mean, it, it is a mess trying to get through that traffic. Is it any better, or did your head want to explode? Yeah, well, today's traffic getting down was nowhere near as bad as Friday's traffic was. So let's start with a positive. Ah, look at you. Good job. Yes, yes. The negative was the the parking situation at the Redskins training camp facility uh, is, 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 let's just put it this way, the parking lot is guarded by a bunch of numb nuts. <laughs> um, so... The numb nut that I ran into, uh, am I allowed to say that on a podcast? You can say that? whatever the hell you okay. want. You know that. Come so, on. We've said worse on the air. Ran, <laughs> the numb nut that I ran into when I showed him my media pass, he was like, well, uh, he's like, uh, you can't park here. And I'm like, sir, 
there's a hundred empty parking spots <laughs> in this here media parking lot. Like it's a media parking lot. Well, you can't park here. You don't have a burgundy parking pass. And I said, sir, I understand. I don't have a burgundy parking pass. I got it. I, I get it that I don't have the correct pass. I said, just let me in and I will go get the correct pass. And he wouldn't let me in. So I had to park almost a mile away and miss an extra 20 minutes of practice because he wouldn't even let me tentatively or temporarily park. So that's what aggravated me. That's what led to that. But now all everything is good, Nick, besides the two-and-a-half-hour drive from my home to training camp. And now I have a burgundy parking pass that I can use. So that numbnuts and nimrod that wasn't going to let you in has nothing that he can say now to you, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> my tweet actually got the attention of uh, of, of Redskins Public Relations, uh, and I was bailed out by the great Tish Carmona, who took care of your boy, and the rooster is all set. Now I just have to figure out how to make enough money to hire my own or to buy my own private jet so that I could you know, get on the old uh, helipad and, and fly down to Richmond uh, from uh, Dulles Airport. Uh, in northern Virginia instead of having a drive and slog through two and a half hours of traffic. Man, if we all could have our own private jet or at least a private helicopter, it would make life so much easier. And let's think about yeah. it. How we, we were promised flying cars. Back to the future. I know you're not a movies guy. You don't watch any movies because you're always watching film. Uh, but well, we I mean, were. I know, that, I know that movie. I mean, is that like 10.1 <laughs> kilowatts or whatever it is? Yeah, you're, you're getting there. You had the kilowatts yeah. in, so that's good. They had flying cars in it. They promised us flying cars. We haven't had flying cars yet. So, that, I yeah. mean, I feel, I feel lied to. To at this point it's it's coming we have driverless cars don't we yeah that scares me by the way yeah i agree they're they're hitting people and i don't really want to trust a robot the movie i robot showed us that the robots are eventually going to take us over anyway although at one point we may have robot football because with all the rule changes they're eventually just going to have robots play football instead of people so i guess that may be a benefit to us that's one way to keep everybody safe I'm, you know and as i used to joke around i mean they you know redskins fans so often wanted, you know, guys like Jim Hazlitt to be, uh, you know, robots and, and to program, you know, bad football players into great football players uh, and, and just program the computer chips, you know, and like, doo, 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 you know, like get, get the program chips in and all of a sudden make crappy football players into great ones instead of the organization, you know, actually doing the right thing in the draft and selecting and, and bringing in smart and good football players. And I, that used to be my bad bit on the radio, and people did not take very kind. You know, a little bad bad bits are okay every once in a while. It's yeah. fine. All right, I want to find out who the one player is, or maybe it's multiple players, that's probably going to be that preseason hero. We have one every single year. We'll talk to Russell about that next. It's the Locked on Redskins podcast. You are Locked on Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. 
And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Look, we're all busy at times, right? Like, it's really hard to find time to go to the gym. We hear it all the time. you got vacations in the summer. You've got tons of work, maybe in the wintertime. Whatever that is, you need motivation and maybe you want a trainer or a group class, but that's time-consuming. It gets really expensive after a while. If you've ever wished that you could have the gym come to you, Nordic Track has a series of training equipment that would give you amazing workouts in the convenience of your home. So you don't have to leave, which is great because a lot of times we just don't want to leave our house. they got treadmills, exercise bikes incline trainers, strength, whatever you're looking for. They have all of this. You put it in your home. You don't leave. You don't drive. You don't sit in traffic. You don't deal with other sweaty people that don't wipe down the machines. It's perfect. You can even, check this out, join high-energy streamed workouts any time of the day without stepping out the door because we love technology. And again, it's another way that you don't actually have to leave your house and still not be totally lazy. Here's the cool thing, too. You can join these streamed workouts in studios and exotic destinations around the world. Like, they're really creative with this too. Start your day with a run through the streets of Paris. You can end with cross training on the shores of Thailand or work out on an African safari. And you don't actually still, again, have to leave your house at all. The workouts are led by the world's top personal trainers to ensure that you meet your fitness goals. And we got a special offer for Locked On Redskins listeners. Get $75 off your Nordic Track purchase by visiting nordictrack.com slash locked on and using the offer code locked on. Again, that's N O R D I C T R A C dot com slash locked on and use the offer code locked on during checkout and save $75 off your purchase with Nordic Track. You are locked on Redskins. In terms of players that are maybe under the radar but may turn into good players this year, like who is the person you've seen in camp where you say, you know what, this guy's under the radar now, but he may be that preseason hero for us this year? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, so I'll tell you one guy, and, and it's not just because Jay Gruden signaled him out today um, in the morning press conference, uh, but, you know, I, I saw him a lot last year and, you know, talked to some people close to him, and I know he was in the mix very much so last year, and he was kept around because they really liked him. And today I saw him dominate third-round pick. Garen Christian, the offensive tackle, in one-on-ones. And I know he's got a lot of speed and talent. Uh, but, I, you know, Pete Robertson, the, um, you know, the edge outside speed linebacker is a guy that I think Redskins fans are, are really going to like when they see his development, his speed, his athleticism again in his second camp here uh, starting next Thursday night in New England. You know, because he's probably a guy that, you know, I would probably think if all things go right, could wind up with three, four, five sacks somewhere in that range or a lot of pressures and hits and maybe not be Nico Marley in terms of size or stature from last year, but make those kind of buzz and impact plays if everybody remembers Nico Marley from last year's preseason for the Redskins. Um, But the difference is, is he's got size and he's got a real chance. And the reason why I bring him up is because he's a great, again, 
potential pass rusher. We know Pernell McPhee was brought on to this team, but he's had trouble staying healthy in Chicago the last couple of years. Ryan Anderson returned to practice on Tuesday after missing a couple of days with back spasms off of a disappointing rookie year. But they lost Trent Murphy. They don't have Junior Gallette by choice. And then, you know, if you look at it, you say, okay, well, Preston Smith, you know, we know he's got all the potential in the world and all the talent in the world, but he hasn't been as consistent as certainly they want him to be. So do you keep a fifth-edge outside linebacker around on the opening 53 because of potential injuries or, or something like that? And is that the guy that you keep around instead of, oh, I don't know, a sixth corner or something like that or a third quarterback? So that's definitely a guy that I've got my eye on, somebody flying under the radar that I don't know how many fans are talking about. Uh, You know, you mentioned corner. I look at that as one of the weaknesses or at least one of the question marks for the Redskins because you've got Josh Norman and then, I mean, you have Orlando Skandrick, but he's older. And then guys like Quentin Dunbar, Fabian Moreau. We got one guy that's still learning the position, Fabian Moreau, who uh, we understand could have been drafted higher had there not been injuries, similar to like a Kendall Fuller situation. When you look at what you've seen so far out of that cornerback group in camp, do you see promise or do you see issues? Well, I mean, I'm going to call it it's a development, a group in development, because we still don't know what Quentin Dunbar is at his max. Remember, this is year four of his development from wide receiver to cornerback. But every time I see him, he gets better and better. Today, Tuesday, uh, depending on when Redskins fans are listening uh, to us talk here, he had a interception off of Colt McCoy in the front corner of the end zone uh, right in front of, I believe it was Trey Quinn. I could be wrong on that. Uh, maybe, uh, you know what, I, I think it was Maurice Harris. Uh, check that. Uh, and and he just baited Colt McCoy into a bad throw. He's got good body size, position. Uh, he's got very good athleticism as a former receiver. Uh, I've, I think he does his best work, quite honestly, Nick, in the red zone. I thought he did that back in 2015, but this is still a developmental prospect, and now you're asking him to essentially be, if not a starter, you're asking him to be essentially a co-starter, depending on Skandrick and depending on Moreau's development, who you're also asking a lot of. I guess I would feel better right now if I knew how long, where Josh Holsey was only because, you know, I was kind of thinking, well, okay, if Moreau, if, if, um, if Dunbar had kind of struggled uh, or if Moreau had kind of had his ups and downs, Skandrick, as long as he had stayed healthy, would be able to kind of fit the, the void for one of those two or maybe both of those two, and Holsey would be their starting slot because I know they're pretty high on him. But without him being in camp and him being on the NFI list, I don't know how long it's going to take him to get back. I mean, we haven't seen him yet, and we're a week into camp. So now I'm starting to get a little nervous about that. Like, could he be out for another week, two weeks? Is he going to be ready for the season opener? So, um, you know, so there's more questions, I guess, that I have about that group right now than maybe I had a week ago when most people had a lot of questions. I didn't have as many questions. I still like what I see, but, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't be dumb and ignorant 
or I try not to be dumb and ignorant, and say, <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely sold. Do I like that group? Yeah, I do. I, I think, I think. don't forget, I think a better pass rush and I think a better run defense is going to help that group out. Will they be as good as they were uh, pass defense-wise, statistically, as they were last year? Probably not. But do they have to be if those other elements are good? No. They don't have to be, especially if Norman is stepping up and making big plays, turnovers. If Dunbar makes a couple of inter, you know, grabs a couple of interceptions uh, that weren't made last year by either Breland or, or or somebody else last year, if that makes sense. If you want to know what the best price is to pay for ground beef. That is a Chris Russell staple. That is his philosophy. If you don't know what it is, he will make sure you never overpay for that again. We'll get to that with him next year on the Locked On Redskins podcast. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The start of the NFL regular season is actually right around the corner. And this season, don't sit around watching the Redskins from home when you can be at FedEx Field and the crowd cheering on in person thanks to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is offering Locked On Redskins listeners 10% off your first ticket order when you use the exclusive promo code Locked On. That's Locked On. New customers only, and this offer is only good through the end of August, so you've got to get started right away. Preseason and regular season tickets are available now. The Redskins kick off their home schedule on September 16th against the Colts, and you can be there for all the excitement go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code locked on for 10 percent off your first order the offseason's over the nfl is back and vivid seats wants to help you get to the game you are locked on redskins i'm a sucker for comeback stories russell uh phil taylor who's now missed three years of football former first round pick with deron Payne out i saw that he's been working with the ones that nose tackle a little bit does this guy have a legit chance of making the roster? Does he look like somebody that's missed football for three years? Or do you see somebody that you say, he's he's still got something left in the tank out there? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've only been down to camp a couple of days, so I want to be careful with what I say. But he looks okay. He looks fine. I don't know if I've seen him look as as, as explosive, maybe, as I saw him look throughout camp last year. So. And maybe that's just me being a little cautious and wanting to see more. But or maybe that's just, you know, natural because he, he's been through what you've said. Um, I think the good thing about this year, Nick, is you're not necessarily and absolutely depending and counting on him like you were last year. And, and the reason why I say that is last year he absolutely was going to make the roster because he was the only true 3-4 nose tackle they had and really had ever had. And now they have Tim Settle, and they have other guys who could play 3-4 nose 
or shaded, um, whether it be Deron Payne, whether it be in an absolute pinch that he did last year, Ziggy Hood, or somebody like that, you don't absolutely need Phil Taylor. It's not a dagger if Phil Taylor goes down or just never gets it fully back. As a matter of fact, I would say this, you know, it's probably likely that a guy like Phil Taylor, even if he um, even if he is, is impressive throughout the preseason and camp, he's probably a guy that's more likely to get cut for as much that he's a vested veteran. And if he makes the week one roster, he, his base salary is guaranteed for the year. Whereas if you let him go and he's not on the opening 53 and nobody snatches him up, you can bring him back right after week one, and then his base salary is not guaranteed for the rest of the year. That is a Redskins largely, and other teams do it as well. I don't want to make it just seem like it's the Redskins, but the Redskins very much, very much believe, try and true, in that philosophy of doing things, especially at defensive line, and especially with guys with questionable injury histories. That is about as deep into the CBA as you could probably get. That is very impressive. You have so much useless knowledge of the CBA in your head, it's unbelievable. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to point out that... It's good information. Know, it's just unbelievable, but it's also very rooster. Like, you would know that, and most people don't think of that. Well, you know, I mean, I've been caught short in that regard, you know, before. So I try and think of these things that 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 Bruce Allen, you know, gets paid ten million dollars a year to think about and 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 double cross people with, and, and that is a Bruce Allen special. How do we save, you know, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars guaranteed when I can pay the money on a week by week basis, but I don't have to pay it fully guaranteed if a guy goes down, you know, in week two, um, if he's just on my roster like a week later. It, you know, so guys that are it, – it's just it's just one of those things that the NFL CBA gives you a little bit of flexibility. Now, you could lose a guy, so there is a risk, but it also allows you a little more roster flexibility if you think about it. Nick, to bring a younger guy. And going back to the, the, the kid that I mentioned earlier, you know, if you're squeezing your roster in a certain area and you don't want to give up on a guy like Pete Robertson, just for argument's sake, at a fifth outside linebacker spot, you might cut a veteran defensive lineman in that particular spot to make room for a guy like that. You mentioned Bruce Allen. I Look, everybody that knows you at all knows that you are absolutely a Bruce Allen critic, and we both have been there, and a lot of people have been there before. If this team starts winning, let's say that they're a consistent winner. They continue to grow over like the next couple of years, and Bruce Allen sticks around. Will you be able to stomach giving Bruce Allen credit for helping build a winning franchise? <laughs> oh, sure, absolutely. I mean, listen, first of all, I'd like nothing more because it's good for everybody. Um you know, as we found out in the Washington, D.C. area, you know, the Capitals winning a Stanley Cup is great for everybody. It's great for business. It's great for radio. It's great for, you know, uh, the fans. It's great for everything. Everybody's in a good mood, so on and so forth. So, you know, if Bruce Allen, who is the grand poobah, the all-powerful center, the <laughs> architect, whatever, 
you, you know, the, the pit master of this whole, you know, circus can finally, finally, finally put it together uh, in this, his, what, ninth year in charge of the Redskins. Kudos and congratulations. Um, and I'd be absolutely more than willing to give him credit. Oh, by the way, I have given him credit at times. I've, of course, I've been very critical, as I should be. Um, that being said, you know, here's the thing. What I, what I do have to wonder, and, and I don't know, maybe you disagree. What is fair, I think, is, you know, does he have another year if this year is an 8-8 eight and eight year? If this year is a 7-9 and nine transitional type year? And does Jay Gruden have another year? You know, we don't know exactly Bruce's contract status, but we've all heard and, you know, I've been told that Bruce is never, ever, ever getting fired completely from the organization. But is it unreasonable? I know the people I talk to don't think it's unreasonable to think that Bruce could be reassigned to, again, the stadium development organization and committee and plan and and. Uh, whatever they're going to call that ultimately, uh, and where he would no longer be the president of football operations, but he wouldn't absolutely be fired. Well, if that does that come this year if they're eight and eight or seven and nine? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'd like to think that's what happens and that they would get a legitimate, true general manager. But you know, if they go nine and seven, I don't see how you pull the plug on either Jay Gruden or Bruce Allen, even if they don't make the playoffs, Nick. Maybe you disagree, but I don't see how you pull the plug at that point. I, I said on the air the other day that if there was going to be one of those two guys, Jay Gruden or Bruce Allen, to go if this team doesn't make the playoffs, Bruce Allen's the easier name to get rid of because of the fact that the fans have just had so much venom against him. And because Jay Gruden is liked by a lot of these players, and he has brought some consistency to this roster right now, Bruce Allen just makes more sense. He's also, with other people now in the front office, it makes him less valuable and more expendable. That's a, you know that's a great point too. It doesn't necessarily have to be both. I mean, I, of course, I think if they're six and ten, I think it stands to yeah, reason that yeah. both are gone. But if you're eight and eight, do you have to get rid of both? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think most people assume that you'll get rid of both. But you're right. You don't necessarily have to get rid of both. You could get rid of one or the other. And uh, yeah, I would. I would think if one or the other, it might be, again, a reassignment of, of, of Bruce more than a firing of Jay. Um, you know, that being said, I would also say this. You know, to me, Jay has to have a big-time level of urgency with this team, and I do think, I do think he knows that. I do think he feels that. Um, and I do think, you know, he will do everything he can to make sure – that this team is better when they have the lead in games, um, which this team has not been good at. We all remember what happened in New Orleans last year. We remember what has happened at times uh, over the last couple of years where this team is not good at salting away games. They let teams back into it, and maybe that's because they don't run the ball well enough um, and because they try and throw too much. I don't know. Uh, so I, I think – you know, I think Jay will be a different Jay Gruden this year, and I'm really excited to see. I caught up with Darius Geist uh, on Tuesday, and, you know, I didn't talk a whole lot of football necessarily with him. He wouldn't guarantee a certain yardage mark, but you could just see the infectious enthusiasm 
that kid has. It was my first time ever really talking to him uh, at all. Uh, got up, you know, caught up with him for about three minutes or so, three and a half minutes. And I mean, while he wouldn't put a number on it, I mean, you could just tell he wants to pop people. He wants to hit people. He can't wait to start running into people and, and, and to really start getting after it. And if you get a lead this year, whether it's seven points, 10 points, or even three points, I have to think that guy is going to be a bulldog and the Redskins are going to win and be in better shape because they can do more things with said lead than they have in the past. I do want to get on record on this podcast what your philosophy is on the proper price to pay for ground beef. Because it's very important that everybody knows this because you put a lot of thought into this, and I want to make sure that it's known the right price to pay for ground beef. Well, um, so for people that don't know me, which is – which is a shame. To know me is to love me. This is very um, true. You're a lovable you guy. Know, it, it really depends on the fat to beef ratio. <laughs> um, so the long and the short of it is, first of all, you should not use a 73% to 27% fat to ground beef or ground beef to fat ratio, right? I think we can establish that. That's not healthy for anybody, right? Right. So we should start at 80 to 20. You should not pay for 80, 20 ground beef. You should not pay, in my opinion, in my opinion, you should not pay any more than 2.99 per pound. That is so low. 80, 80, 20. I mean, you, <laughs> should, you know, you just shouldn't. Um, you know, anybody that's paying, you know, 3.99, 4.49, something like that, you're you're just being snookered. Um, you've got to buy it in a value pack. You've got to buy it on clearance. You've got to buy it on sale. You've got to take advantage of that. And so, you know, of course, the less fat in meat, the more expensive you're going to pay. So you try and use a, a proportionate ratio as you go higher in beef. And so if you get to, say, like a 90-10, you probably shouldn't pay more than, oh, I don't know, say, like, Four twenty-five, say a pound, or something like that. Again, be smart. Don't buy meat at a full price, and don't get gouged by the grocery stores that want to pay that want you to pay six forty-nine a pound for ninety-three percent ground beef. You don't have to do that. Be smarter, America. Be smart and save your money. This is why we have you around to make sure that we spend the right amount of money. Don't overpay, and we're smart shoppers. If you want more information on how much to pay for ground beef or traffic or parking <laughs> or any of the issues that Chris Russell goes through on a daily basis, the daily life of the rooster, uh, at Russellmania621 on Twitter. Also, make sure you check out his work at thefandc.com, covering the Redskins all year. <laughs> Always good, buddy. We're going to do a lot of this. We are going to make sure the world knows about Chris Russell, not just D.C. Well, I, I appreciate that. The world needs more uh, rooster and, and – uh, you and I together are like Batman and Robin, Frick and Frack, Dip and Stick, uh, Thunder <laughs> and Lightning, and whatever other tag team duos uh, that you can come up with. Just hopefully not Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, because one of us is dead then. Don't, don't do wrestling. I just don't get that. Yeah. All right, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, thanks, pal. All right, and don't forget, you can check out all the other stuff I've got at nickashu.com slash LockedOnRedskins or just everything else on the site at nickashu.com. Follow me on Twitter at nickashu. It's all very simple. It's just the name. Like, you don't really have to do much more than that. This is the Locked On Redskins podcast. You are Locked On Redskins. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.